Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. To know me is to love me. Sort of. I don't really care much about sports. As I've gotten older, I've realized once I turn like 14, I realized wearing a team's jersey, unless you play for them, is just makes you look like a big idiot. Um, I don't buy jerseys. I don't spend money on jerseys of other teams and other people's names. And when you see how much a real jersey for the NFL or from the NHL cost, it's, it's ridiculous. And if you, were to see, if you were to see me with my big white arms in a sleeveless NBA jersey, you probably might vomit. Um, which one day I was eating Chinese food. No, sushi. Sushi. Japanese food. And I saw this kid who must have been like 24, eating with his dad. And he was wearing a Warriors jersey. And he was big, big puffy white arms, right? And he had gold chains on. And I was like, I wonder if that dad's proud of him. I'm a little bit judgmental because it, 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 he didn't look employable, is what I'm trying to say. He kind of looked like he was rocking the swag. Um, so I try to find stories that make sense to you, even though I don't like basketball. Kwahi Leonard. Is it Kauai? Is it Kwahi? I don't know because I'm not a fan of the sport. Seeing two tickets go for you know $5,000 and up kind of repulses me when that could feed a whole village of people. I saw one story recently where a guy's trying to tow. He's going to put a big rope around an iceberg and tow it to a part of Africa that doesn't have fresh water. I'm <laughs> like... That's geniusly stupid, but it is what it is. Um, so the Warriors and Kwahi Leonard, we learned yesterday that Kwahi, I'm just going to say Mr. Leonard because I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Mr. Leonard, who plays for the Toronto Raptors, up until 2016, at least through 2016, he was driving a car, an SUV that he had since high school, even though he's pulled in easily $100 million plus dollars in in. in contracts and endorsements in the last six years. Um, that's smart. That's frugal. Now, he also has a Porsche now. I think he got that in 2016, 2017. Um, and he just bought a $15 million house in San Diego. So he knows how to spend his money. Buying a house in San Diego kind of tells me he's going to the Clippers or he's going to the Lakers. Not that I'm a betting man, but if I were a betting man, Vegas has odds on everything. It's ridiculous. One of the things I loved about that article in Sports Illustrated on Kwahi Leonard was that he once had an endorsement deal with uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, and he, he lo- uh, they gave him money for the commercial, and they also gave him like a lot of coupons for free chicken wings. He lost the coupons. Probably someone in his posse grabbed him on the way out once, or maybe just threw them in the trash, a cleaner or something like that, thinking, he doesn't need free chicken wings. He freaked out. He panicked, and Buffalo Wild Wings sent him more. That's frugal, and that ain't bad. So you can learn a lot from things that you don't, how shall we say, force feed yourself. Learning a lot is good, whether it be Barron's uh, on the weekend. Um, I get a newspaper copy of Barron's, B-A-R-R-O-N-S. Some people call it Barron's, but it's, I call it Barron's. And if you order the Wall Street Journal, 
online, you also get barons for free. Um, I like that. I like that a lot. But I do kind of like the ritual of, like I said, start the segment, to know me is to love me. On a Saturday morning, draw in a hot bath, throwing in some bubbles, maybe a nice glass of champagne or a cup of coffee, and reading barons. There's a lot of negativity in barons, which is fine by me. I don't mind negative criticism. I thrive on it. I'm okay that with that. One of the things in their cover story this uh, week is Mary Meeker and her internet rundown of everything she predicts in 2019. Now, keep in mind, she's sometimes, she's sometimes a little off, but she goes over the users, the e-commerce, the usage, the growth, the work, uh, internet at the education level in the United States, online courses, immigration in the United States, healthcare in China. And it's all tied towards digital trends. And at her website, bondcap.com, she publishes the slides. So Barron's doesn't cover it all, but they, they highlight it. So you can do one or the other, in my opinion, and you'll get some ideas of where to put your money where your mouth is. More than 50% of the Earth's inhabitants are already online. Growth is harder to find. Global internet user growth was up 6% last year, down from 7% in 2017. Those don't sound like growth rates that the internet used to be like, oh, every you know, AOL goes from 10 million subscribers to 20 million, and then we hit 25 million, and then 30 million. And like people are like, more, 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 more. So it's starting to slow. It's starting to mature. New smartphone unit shipments were down 4% last year. We're starting to get more, or we're starting to keep our phones longer. And we better when they're 1600 to $1,000 a pop. The Asia-Pacific reason has the most users and most room for growth. And you're like, but I want to buy an American internet company. Over my dead body, I'm going to buy a... Alibaba. That's my farmer in Iowa impression. Um, but you should look for some internet companies that have global exposure and maybe even Asia only. China's 21% of internet users. India's 12%. US just 8%. That's pathetic. But there's a lot more people in China. US companies are 18 of the 30 largest internet companies by market cap. And one of the mistakes we're making right now is we're demonizing our internet companies, whether it be Jeff Bezos and Amazon. Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook, the leaders at Google, Sergey Brin, Larry Page. I like monopolies. As long as I'm investing in the monopoly, I like the monopoly. I don't mind about privacy issues. I think you should. I don't post stupid stuff on Facebook. I, I think you shouldn't. I'm teaching my boys, so teach your children well. Little Crosby, Stills, and Nash ruining the song for everyone. Teach your kids not post stupid stuff online because it will come back to haunt them. E-commerce grew at 12.4% last year and now is 15% of total retail. Ooh-wee! Internet ad spending was 22% up from 21% a year earlier. A little more market penetration, but not a lot. Ad revenue at the largest platforms was up 20%. The big boys pull out the rakes, the money rakes. You know, Ray Lucia has his money buckets and he tried to patent it. And the only problem was he was making up some of the numbers, which I was warning people about. Well, he's done with radio. And the SCC. The SCC don't bother me because I'm not Ray Lucia. Right? I know you're saying, never, ever, ever, ever rap again to an Eminem kind of theme song. Um, Google and Facebook dominate online ads. Now, yeah, they can go down because people want to regulate them. But still in the game of Monopoly, as long as we're playing. And these guys have been Teflon so far. Zuckerberg has been called evil stuff, and yet he's still Zuckerberg. Google's been called evil, and yet they're still Google. I think Google's susceptible to a pullback right now. But if they ever break up that company, the company doubles instantly, in my opinion. So Mary Meeker is the one who threw out all those statistics, and I was just regurgitating them. 
you should read Barron's like me in a bathtub, relaxing. You should read the Wall Street Journal. And if you don't want to pay for it, consider going to uh, bondcap.com and getting Mary Meeker's report. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I love you. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. She's kerosene. It's catchy. It's the interrupters. Fight the good fight. I call it kerosene, but you can call it whatever you want to call it. She's kerosene. I've been burned for the last time. I like catchy songs. I was talking to my producer. And I've always liked alternative music because it feels like it's an exploration. It's a, you're a, a, it's not old time rock and roll for the one millionth time. I'm not a classic rock kind of guy. If I were to be a painter and be stuck in your house all day painting walls, I'd want alt music, not classic rock. Right? Now, I look at the big tech companies and Google's got YouTube. Google's got Waze. Google has Waymo, the self-driving technology thing, which I heard something kind of funny. Um, Uber CEO is talking about how with self-driving cars, people are driving by them and flicking them off and like yelling stuff at self-driving cars and throwing stuff at them. People are abusing self-driving cars. Don't abuse the robots, people. It'll come back to haunt you. I saw The Terminator, based on a true story. The new Chucky movie, he's basically a, a doll who's programmed on the internet to say cute things and you abuse him and he turns into a killer so google has all these cool little side businesses right not just search um amazon doesn't have youtube or do they question mark publishers have been playing more with twitch and even believe it or not making money off it amazon a couple years ago bought a video platform which is kind of like the youtube for video games and we're like, why did you do that? Well, people who are playing those video games are great consumers. So companies like Pepsi and Pizza Hut and Domino's, um, they're all over it. There's an odd model that's really almost impossible to explain about. You could watch a guy play Fortnite and he'll say, hey, if you like what I do, give me a dollar. Amazon gets a piece of that. The kid gets a piece of it. But Amazon owns a live platform and it's growing its sales team now. Amazon also owns the Washington Post, BuzzFeed. Chatter, and they're creating specific shows catered to the platform of video games. And people like watching other people play video games. It's become very, very social. Fortnite, which we've all known and heard about, and how many millions of people, 250 million people making $2 billion a year. Fortnite just bought a company that does um, video conferencing. Because in the end, it's a social thing. It's called House Party. It's a teen chat app. So you'll be able to set your phone up next to your video games and while you're playing, see the expression on their faces. Um, little Fortnite dance music. Gotta have more Llama Bell. Anyhow, publishers can benefit from Twitch's direct monetization options, including in-stream ads and subscriptions. So it's growing up quite nicely. And Twitch is something, if you've got a 12-year-old boy, a 13-year-old boy, they care about Twitch and YouTube. They don't care about Steve Harvey and Family Feud. But Twitch is still very much an experimentation mode so they're trying to figure out new ways of, of of it working you may remember last year amazon also bought the rights to some nfl games and they dumbed down the broadcast so it's not like madden well, i guess madden was pretty dumbed down so it's not very technical they're trying to draw women to the game they're experimenting so twitch is becoming a larger percentage of the gaming brands buzzfeed multiplayer revenue stream 
Um, Cheddar and BuzzFeed have dedicated their efforts on Twitch. Cheddar streams an hour-long show every day called Cheddar Esports. BuzzFeed first looked into Twitch in 2018 as an alternative to Facebook Live. It's since been using more and more um, channels with, with Twitch. And again, you have to almost go look at it. Um, some of these advertisers coming up with like scared buddies, and you try to get people to you know, scare your buddy. It's kind of like exactly what it sounds like. Jim Jeffries once did a comedy routine where he was having a baby and he had to watch a video called Don't Shake the Baby. And he's like, I'm pretty sure I learned exactly what not to do with the title of the video. But the video was 40 minutes long. And uh, he was just ponderous about that. Uh, viewership varies right now. One of the multiplayer's most engaged streams was The Sims 4. It garnered 35,000 unique live views. People are watching people play The Sims. It's pretty surreal. But... You got to go with it. You got to be open-minded. You have to go explore. You know, I was talking about alt music versus classic rock. A lot of people like classic rock because it's comfortable. I don't like comfortable. There's some things that are called tentpole broadcasts where Marshmello did something along the lines of a concert inside of a game, but that's not even it. Maybe a tentpole would be Ninja playing against Drake, who I think we've seen enough of Drake. That's good money he spent on his basketball seats because we keep talking about him nonstop. So, TikTok is really short form. Twitch is extremely long form. You could sit there for and watch a game that goes three hours. When a new video game comes out, like, um, let's say Grand Theft Auto 6 comes out, I don't want to spend 60 to $100 on it, but I want to see what it looks like. I kind of want to say, oh, I'm young. I'm young. I know what video games are all about. Um, but some kids will watch it nonstop, and it's entertainment when you get a... Uh, sometimes a camera, camera inside, picture inside picture. So you see a picture inside of a picture so you can see someone who's pretty good. Like, oh, bloik, I didn't see that one coming. He shot me with a shotgun. I better not do that next time. Ha, 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 ha. And then he goes, I don't even have an Australian accent. And kids love it. They're eating it up. Now, I, I throw that out there because I don't think you know Amazon. If you didn't know they were dominating Twitch and they have the second most set of eyeballs behind YouTube, it's pretty impressive. If Amazon ever gets broken up, They'll have value in the Washington Post. They'll have value in Twitch. They'll have value in Amazon Web Services. They'll have value in uh, selling people's goods and getting a cut of it. Um, I'm throwing it out there. Maybe it sticks. Maybe it doesn't stick. Alt music versus old-time rock and roll. Um, and I, I send apologies to Russ at the station because I know he's kind of a classic rock kind of guy, and I'm kind of making fun of you in a not-so-funny kind of way. Very indirect. Very indirect. I'm Rob Black talking to all things Financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I kind of like this song. It makes me feel like I'm a rebel. I think we all want to be rebels. And then we don't. They look at the hippies from the 1970s. And how they were going to change the world, how they helped bring down a president, how they wanted the Vietnam War to end. And then in the 80s, they wanted jet skis and BMWs. Are you with me? So there's a lyric in this song where he talks about Perrier. And there's one where he says, like, I'll, I'll just keep my Kia. And you're like, Kia? I prefer my Kia. Sadly, I think we're betting on the millennials now to change the world, whether it be through eating meat alternatives or driving reasonable cars that don't destroy the earth. So there's a little Mizio for you. I don't know if I'd go with a Kia, but I hear it. It's a much cheaper version of a car. 
Mortgage application surge on refinances was rates at a 21-month low. One of the most expensive things in your life is your mortgage, or your mortgage is, or your mortgage eyes. Uh, applications to refi mortgages jumped a whopping 47%. Later today, on my drive home, I'm going to call Tony Mendez from BarrierLoanSource.com and say, you know the house that I got uh, 15 months ago? I think I should refi. And he'll go, I'm going to check the number. And boom, it's done. Anyhow, and anyway, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I teased a little bit that I would be talking about the one, the only Mary Meeker. And I really should talk about Mary Meeker because she's one of my favorite analysts. She's been a big thinker. And I, I like big thinkers. Um, uh-oh. Um, so Mary Meeker has been a big thinker on the internet. And I don't want to get too hardcore on it, but she's got a new trends for 2019. And I highly recommend you Google Mary Meeker trends, internet trends, 2019. What's even more fascinating is on her website, not only can you see the slide deck from 2019, you can see the slide deck going all the way back to, gosh, I want to say 85 um, ish. No, that can't be right. Now I got to find out. Give me a second. I'm shooting myself in the foot to get this done. And, well, you see the point. Um, Your website, give me a second, is bondcap.com. Bond, B-O-N-D, cap.com. And her research goes all the way back to 1995. And you can see every one that she did. And it's fascinating because you'll go, Internet speeds at 14.4K. Modems are going to become twice as fast this year. And now we want it so fast that it, like, burns our eyes. We're not happy unless it burns our eyes. We want it that fast. Um, some of the highlights from her 2019 internet trends, 3.8 billion internet users globally, marking the first time that more than half the world's population is online. That's, I'm going to say, scary when you start thinking about how many people Facebook touches through their various products. Internet advertising has seen solid growth and healthy pace for innovation, but the report cautions that in some areas, customer acquisition costs might be rising to unsustainable levels. In the world of finance, to get a good lead on someone who's wealthy, you pay about 100 bucks. So customer acquisition costs, CACs, are rising especially sharply in highly competitive sectors like mobile finance apps. Um, two other bellwethers of digital health, she talks, global smartphone shipments and e-commerce growth rates. It's all negative. So digital health... Global smartphone shipments down 4.4% year over year. And then e-commerce growth rates are, are sitting about 0%. So these companies are starting to mature, some of the big ones. Uh, you've seen a lot of new data privacy oversights starting to become a big story. Apple is enforcing stricter and stricter rules as far as what information is shared or not shared. And Apple's going to do something smart and give Google uh, chief security officer credit because you know how you can sign on to some websites with either using Google or Facebook? Well, now you're going to be able to sign into those same apps using Google, Google, Facebook, or Apple. And Apple's willing to go as far in operating system 13 coming out later this year to give you a phony email that you can give to those sites so that it emails you and then it emails back. You actually get the email because it's a phony email, but you actually or maybe it's a throwaway email as a way of looking at it, a one-time email. But it does come to you, but they don't know how to find you again. Um, kind of interesting, right, of uh, what's going on there. Smaller digital advertising players are gaining market share. Amazon, Twitter, Snap, Pinterest, um, they're growing. So might be interesting to uh, start paying more attention again to Twitter and Snap, two companies that have struggled 
Pinterest also deserves some eyeballs as buying stuff from what we see with our eyes on the internet is becoming a faster moving target for us. So that's out there. Mary Meeker and the website. Um, I've already misplaced it yet again. It's not my, it's not my website and I hate pushing other people's website. Oh, there it is. Uh, bondcap.com bondcap.com she's got 333 slides in the 2019 presentation so it ain't a shorty if you know what I'm saying and it covers everything from users to e-commerce to usage to freemium freemium business models to data growth to usage to work to education healthcare China and much much more so um, check out bondcap.com and if you need the email address or if you need the website for that later you can drop me an email at rob at robblackshow.com that's rob at i got a disturbing phone call from a friend yesterday and this show's all about making you money and getting you to retirement he used to work in my television station and was an intern i don't want to say his name um because i, I want to tell a story but not necessarily say his name he's 37 so i knew him 15 years ago 16 years ago good kid and a smart kid, and he does a lot of work in video. Turns out about 18 months ago, he was um, out and about um, a Thursday evening social mixer at his apartment complex. He lives in Southern California, and the apartment complex served Gatorade. Uh, not Gatorade. They served margaritas in a big old Gatorade bucket, um, and he proceeded to get trashed. So it appears he jumped off later that night, his balcony or off a, a balcony kind of scenario. So maybe it was a beach underneath him, or maybe it was just, you know, he was on the first floor and he was trying to jump down. I, I don't know. Uh, but he was asking me for advice because he knows, you know, I, I've been through some of these scenarios and I've got, you know, pretty good knowledge of what you should worry about, what you shouldn't worry about. So he jumps off and he breaks basically his head. He gets a concussion and most of his teeth are smashed. Uh, so he has to get veneers and fake teeth put in. But in the process, he probably landed on someone. Um, that's no good. That's no good. So 18 months later, there's a lawsuit. Uh, you know, there's some shady circumstances that he sees like, well, she's done this before. She was in a bike wreck earlier. Uh, she appears to be one of those wackadoodles who tries to sue everyone, but it's not pointing out good for him. And, you know, he's like, I, should I get the money for a lawyer? I'm like, yes. Um, it's a tough situation if you know what I'm saying, because, on one level, I want him to have a good life and, and not get financially burdened, but he, this is going to be like a $30,000 lawyer expense. And in the end, the judgment could still go against him and garnish his wages and things like that in the future. He doesn't have a lot of assets to go after. Um, I was trying to cheer him up a little bit and say, you know, in the end, if you do get this, you can always, quote unquote, go bankrupt. Um, and that's what a lot of people do in those scenarios. But at 37, he said, I don't have much to offer. And, you know, a $30,000 lawyer bill, he's like, I'm going to have to be paying that off as I go kind of thing. Um, and what I wanted to say so, 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 so desperately is you got to you have a problem with alcohol and you've got a bad relationship with it. And I mean, just look at what you did to your teeth. Those veneers are going to fall off every five years and he's going to be spending $5,000 per veneer every time he goes to the dentist, essentially. I, I don't know how much veneers cost, but that's what they used to cost. And I know the technology, the lab technology is getting better and better and better. The 3D printing of fake teeth is getting better and better and better so that dentists no longer have to send that stuff out of shop. They can do it inside their own stores, so to speak. Um, but the one piece of advice I'd have if you have children, and on a level, he's like a little brother to me, is nothing good happens with that much alcohol. 
Nothing. Um, sometimes you drink that much alcohol and you wake up in your own piss and you're like, did I sweat this all out? And like, no, it's your piss, dude. Sometimes it's a DUI. Uh, party as much as you want, but stay in your house. So I don't know if that's good advice or bad advice, but I think that's pretty good money advice. Um, and it's all I have to say about that. And I'll tell that story later as I hear updates. Uh, but there you have it. A very expensive mistake to drink that much. Very, very expensive on his body and a lawsuit that's coming out of it. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more. IPOs are hot this year, whether it's CrowdStrike, Beyond Meat. Oddly, Uber and Lyft, the two sexiest, the two biggest, have been the underperformers. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show. Learn more about some downloadables at newfocusfinancial.com, newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. So mortgage rates are a big story right now. I mentioned this earlier, but I didn't really pound on it. It's one of the most expensive purchases in your life. Um, Doing a refi now might make sense for you. And if you had, let's say, like a $3,500 mortgage payment and you're able to refinance it down to $3,100, save that extra $5,000 a year in your 401k or an IRA or in a cash account or something um, use that opportunity. Now, again, you can't be a serial refinancer, but I'd consider thinking about it right now, especially if you're not saving enough for retirement. This might have been your, you know, hey, here's a way to save more money per year. But again, I'd also consider like a, if you have a vacation, I would consider like a seven-year arm if you think you're only going to use it for the next seven years. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about money investing and more. Oil prices have spiked. As the Navy rushes to uh, the attack um, of two oil tankers in the Gulf of Oman, you certainly see a lot of plays coming out of that, right? One could be buying ExxonMobil or Chevron Texaco with a higher price of oil. Or maybe you're thinking of like a marathon oil. Or maybe you're thinking, well, this probably is going to slow down the economy. That's the thing that I'm concerned about is oil to us is a tax. Gasoline is a tax to us. If we drive or we heat our homes or if we manufacture things in a factory that uses oil, that cost going higher means uh, we have less in our pockets, whether you're the business, the manufacturing firm, or whether you're the guy who drives, you know, 125 miles round trip because he can't afford to live in the city. So he lives way out in the, the country. But you also made that mistake of not getting an electric vehicle and you're tied to gasoline prices, right? I'm not judging. I'm not judging. So um, oil prices have multiple angles. Yes? Yes? No. So other big stories of note today, I think, you know, the things that are driving the market, it's important to take a look at. First-time unemployment claims, not a problem. Uh, Oil prices rebounded following the suspected attack on two oil tankers off the coast of Iran. Commodities are higher as a group. Metals are a little bit higher as well. Gold's had a pretty good run here, um, but it's still nowhere near the levels of panic. When I say panic, when people look at the stock market and they're like, oh my gosh, that higher oil price is going to push us into a recession, or the small business survey says that people have lost confidence and they're not going to hire next year. Um, gold should be, in my opinion, around $1,800 if, we ha- if we're on the brink of a disaster, if we're on the brink of a, a massive recession. Let's sit in at 1339 
I, I've said some insensitive things through the year, and as you get older, you say fewer insensitive things. One of the things that I used to say about gold is, and I don't think this is insensitive. You don't have to hit the dumb button on me. Um, I said gold hasn't been really valuable or, or worth it since you know Christopher Columbus came to the uh, uh, Americas and took the gold that the Indians had back to the queen. You know, the queen goes, Christopher Columbus, go find me gold and spices. Um, to me, gold's just not a play. Yeah, there's a little bit of play on satellites. Yeah, there's a little bit of play on jewelry uh, in the good times when the economies are booming. But uh-uh. my, my metal of choice, copper. When you build buildings, you put in copper pipes. When you build roads, you put in copper. Copper is important, so it shows you economic activity. So when it starts going higher in price, that means we're using more of it, supply and demand. Is the thought. It doesn't always work out like that, but that's the thought. So some people like silver, not me. In fact, I should talk about commodities at some point in the show again and go over the commodities I like and the commodities I find useless. Disney's higher after Morgan Stanley said, we love you. We're raising the price target to 160 from 135 on higher Disney Plus subscriber and long-term earnings per share estimates. It's kind of funny. Um, uh, I need a new TV. I don't need. I want a new TV. But I'm kind of waiting until the fall and, like, the new Rokus and the new TVs when they get introduced for the holidays, right? And uh, down the road, I mean, all TVs are going to have streaming built in. I, I can't imagine a scenario where they don't. One of the TVs that um, has streaming built in is a company called Vizio, right? And you've probably seen Vizio. It's kind of like the house brand for Best Buy. They've been caught by people who read the contract when you first sign on to the TV. They, they use that information and they sell it to advertisers. They learn that Ron Burgundy likes Scotchy Scotch Scotch commercials. No, he watches TV shows. He watches documentaries on Scotch. So they sell it that information to a spirits company, for instance. Now, I, I don't mind that the TV company, the TV manufacturer is selling my data on shows that I watch. I get it. It's one way for them to keep costs down. It's one way for them to be competitive on companies that don't do that. I could, I could sign off on that. But how about Amazon Alexa listening to you? And she could report back to Jeff Bezos that you may make a lot of whoopee. Because Alexa can hear you in the throes of passion. Or it may hear a name conversation about, hey, you got kids want to go to Disneyland this year? And it sells that information back to the theme parks. Maybe Universal. Maybe Disney. That's where we, it gets kind of creepy. Where you're like, the whoopee con- concept? What if suddenly diaper companies are popping up on your Amazon store list? Right? Are you following me? Are you tracking? Are you with me? Against me. Anyhow, Disney shares higher today um, on a Disney Plus subscriber growth. And again, that got into the whole TV concept and information being sold. Even though you read the contract, you don't read the contract because it's too long of a contract. And it's in small print. And you have to scroll down to say, yes, you did read it. You can find me online at robblackshow.com.